Welcome to the dairyproducer.com podcast. This is a fun series interviewing great guests in the dairy industry in North America. Today's guest is Nicole Stewartson from Creekside Farms, a passionate dairy farmer, cash cropper, and chicken farmer from beautiful Lambton Shores, Ontario. She's extremely active on Twitter with positive and influential posts for dairy farmers across the globe, and she loves working each day with her family on the farm. Nicole, how are you doing today? I'm great, Jim. Thanks for having me. So I think uh, on Twitter, you're pretty pretty active on Twitter. You have a short video on the top of your Twitter feed, highlighted morning coffee on the dairy farm, and I see over 7,600 views. And the, the, it's on the premise of how dairy farmers put milk in their coffee by milking the cow. It's it's pretty funny. How did this neat concept come into place? Well, so pretty much my family, we, we're fueled by coffee, of course, when you get up early and you have to milk cows. And and uh, we always try to have a good sense of humor. So one day, I uh, we just didn't have any milk in the fridge to kind of just quickly put in into my coffee. So I thought, why don't we just why don't we just uh, get it right from the source, fresh, right from the source. So, and, and I just, I, I like to just, I try to be funny and have a good sense of humor and make people laugh where I can. And so I just got someone to take a short video of me doing that and it ended up, ended up being a hit. Yeah. People have to check, check that out. Yeah. So last week on dairyproducer.com, we got a press release in from a company called Grove Technologies. They announced the world's largest indoor farming system for year-round animal feed. So they have a patented technology. They have an automated indoor growing system for commercial scale production of fresh animal feed, helping dairy and beef producers become more sustainable and economically viable. I'm not sure if you've looked at this article or have an opinion on, on, uh, on that new technology? Well, so my experience, I've been, I went to university for agriculture. Um, I got a degree in agriculture science. I traveled, worked on some dairy farms in Australia, went to New Zealand, saw how they farm there. I've been around, I've seen different things. I've seen farming in Costa Rica. I toured around um, the southern states and saw some farming there. And so, at the end of the day, you know, if we're, we're going to feed a growing population of human beings on the earth, you know, we have to use technology to, to try and come up with, yeah, more sustainable ways to, to make food, right? And, and to try and, and, try new things is, is definitely, yeah, I think it's something that we have to do, something that we have to do for us for the future, for sure. And with social media, um, you're very active on that. Do you use social media to connect with other producers or to engage or influence the public? Maybe it's just a hobby. I just wanted to get your your input on how you use social media and why you use it. I I love a Twitter. It's this thing, hashtag a Twitter. It's it's basically people posting 
stuff about farming and it's kind of neat to, it's a great way to see what other people do. So that, I love it for that. And I just do it because I want to participate in that. And I think it's also a great way to have, you know, an influence on people that aren't involved in farming and they can kind of see, you know, what, what farming is like. Because a lot of people don't know, right? So I think I started my social media with the idea of, hey, this is farming. It's great. It's, 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 it's sustainable. It's, you know, it's not scary and just remove the mystery that way. And then, and now it's sort of developed into a sort of a fun hobby where I just say what's going on on the farm and, and get other people's opinions and stuff like that. I also like how you have the photos in the chicken barn and of the cows, very high quality photos, which give people that opportunity to see your farm and how you conduct business on the farm. So I think that's a great thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's fun for me. It just sort of, you know, you have this camera in your pocket and every once in a while, it's just so easy to take a picture, right? So share it. I like to share it. Are you ready for rapid fire questions? Which social media channel is your favorite? Um, I I really like Twitter because I find that it's it's not something where everything it's not a social media platform where you can just show off the best things. There's a lot of stuff on there. People like asking questions and um, showing what happened and like all over the map. It's not just kind of like a highlight reel. So I'd say Twitter. Twitter is my favorite. Your biggest concern of being a dairy farmer is cow comfort, shortage of feed, breeding system, education and training, health, hygiene conditions, or markets and pricing. So that's so interesting and it's so hard to say what one thing, you know, makes it a success because there's so many different things that that go into the day-to-day on the on any farm and, and the dairy farm that my family and I work on. And, and, but really, at the end of the day, the biggest concern is market and marketing and pricing because that's, everything flows from that, right? Like your ability to build a barn, the type of feed that you get, the, you know, the new tractor you buy or and, and I could go on and on about that, right? Like the most important thing is making making sense of the dollars and cents, because at the end of the day, that's that's what fuels everything else. So probably marketing and pricing, if I is in my opinion. What's the best part about living and farming in Lambton Shores? Oh gosh, the best part. Um. I love Lanton Shores because I'm so close to the lake and I, you know, and we're so close to so many, we're not too far from a lot of um, large suppliers of, you know, equipment and um, uh, like feed companies and stuff. We're sort of in the country, but we're not, in, we're not very, very far away where, you know, you're up in the sticks and you have to drive a really long way to, to get anything like supplies or building materials and things like that. We're, we're sort of in like a really sweet spot where we're kind of, yeah, in, in the country, but like we can get to somewhere where, you know, um, 
uh, like uh, services are provided without going too far. Because you're right on Lake Huron, right? Where north is mm-hmm. Michigan. Mm-hmm. And yes or no, were you engaged in the U.S. election at all? Yeah, you know, you always keep an eye on it. As it, it sort of affects, like, um, you know, foreign uh, attitudes towards foreign trade and stuff. And just that, that, that is a big part of, um, you know, the supply management system is keeping those tariffs gone and, and trying to focus on domestic production. So, you know, it, depending on who is in the, the driving seat in in the states, it, it sort of affects, you know, what's the what's the idea of trade. So I kind of keep, you know, you, you, you can only take so much of that U.S. election. It was It's just so crazy, like the, the, the media and people's opinions and, you, you know, there's a healthy amount that I kept kept paying attention to, but also, you know, it, it got it just was so all over the place that you know I didn't want to pay too close attention, or you, you drive yourself nuts. And what's the most unique product in the industry you've come across? Um, I really like. Um, uh, it's hard to say unique products. There's so many different types of yogurt that they make now that I just think that's so cool because it's sort of, um, it kind of just meets a lot of different people's wants and, and like the lactose-free products are such a great idea because a lot of people were turning to an alternative type of of uh, like milk or whatever, or or sort of like a nut type of milk because of the lactose factor. So now that they offer like coffee cream and table milk just with this like no lactose in it, I would say actually, yeah, that's that's a really cool. I really like that product. I know my mom gets it because she's getting a little bit older and found you know the lactose might be a little bit hard on her system, and she but you know she can still be part of like buying dairy but not have like the lactose affect her right so i i say that that's pretty cool i really like that and complete this sentence my favorite part of being a dairy farmer is oh working with the cows 100 percent. i love cows i love dairy cows i love all cows i you know if i'm if i'm away for a day or so and i come back to the farm and I see, you know, especially I work with a lot of calves. I've been raising calves since I was like eight years old. So, you know, just seeing the animal and seeing how amazing they are and just respecting that they, you know, they're making a product and for us to, to make our livelihood. And they're basically like running a marathon every day, you know, eating and, and sleeping and just producing milk. And it's just my favorite part is, is the cows. I love cows. They're just they're amazing to me, just the whole process. And back to the regular questions, there was a new survey that highlights that Canadians support government doing more to encourage investment in farming and food sectors from the Dairy Processors Association of Canada. So now more than ever, Canadians want their food to be grown and processed here at home and encourage government support of the country's agri-food sector. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's great. 
love it. I love domestic production, right? It's just it's 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 important to to get you know support your own domestic production of food. That's it's yeah, it's really really important. That's great. Now, how has the product technology evolved and changed how farmers in this generation work? Is there a few technologies or a certain technology that's worked for your operation? So, you know, my dad milked cows in a bank barn, or a renovated bank barn when I grew up, and he used a big cardboard piece of wood wheel that you, like, put pins in to keep track of breeding, and he used, um, he didn't do AI very much, he used a, a bowl, and that was sort of, you know, customary for the time, and now, when I compare it to what we have now, you know, we have uh, anklets on all the cows, and it tracks their production, as well as their heat, we use all AI, um, that is just an amazing management system, and it's all connected to a computer system. And there's lots of different types of programs you can have, but like for dairy farms, but there's uh, a couple of different software types, but they all pretty much do the same thing, where it just keeps track of the cow's production and when they're showing heat by um, the pedometer that's in their anklet, and it's just it's just letting you know more cows be managed, um, you know, than, than like the smaller smaller herd my dad had, which he pretty much did on his own, but now, you know, we have more cows and still keep track of their heats and make sure that they're, you know, getting bred and, and their production is good and then that helps us identify if someone's not feeling well and we could, you know, that is just, I think that's amazing. And, you know, if I tell a lot of people, if I bring someone to the farm and show them around and I say, you see that, you know, anklet all the cows have on, that keeps track of how much milk they're giving and when we need to breed them, and it just, like, blows their mind. And it really is cool, and it's, it's developed, you know, in the last 30 years, and it just helps you manage everything that much better. That one device can give you that much information. Yeah, there's different types. So some people use like collars, some people use um, anklets, and there's just different stuff that you can use. But it's that's this is the one that works for us, and it's just helped. It just keeps every keep track of everything. So the last segment, we give our guests the opportunity to talk about something they're passionate about or something happening in the dairy industry. So the floor is yours, Nicole. Is there something you want to talk about? Yeah, I'm, I'm so passionate about people in the non-farming industry, like urban people. I want them to know, and that's where my social media started from, is that, you know, farms, farmers, dairy farmers care a lot about the comfort of their cows and the ultimate, you know, um, you know, taking care of them the best way possible and making making milk and, and not sacrificing like the animal's welfare and I just really want people to know that that we care so much about our animals and we care about the environment. We are trying our best to, you know, produce a product that's 
as sustainable as possible. You know, we take our manure, we put it back on the field, we, we grow crops from it, we, we manage everything, we produce some government guidelines to, you know, make sure we're sustainable, make sure the animals are in the best health. We're always looking at new technologies to make things better. And, you know, social media is so powerful and it can be so powerful in a negative way too. Because there's a lot of people that, that just think, that don't understand that, um, yeah, we do, we do care a lot about the animals. It's like a livelihood, a way of life. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's not, uh, it is sustainable and is okay. And the cows live a really good life. We give them the best life possible, you know? Well, I wanted to thank you for taking time out of your day to visit with us and, and catch up on things, Nicole. Thank you for letting me do that. And visit dairyproducer.com for more information.